Hey guys, really quickly, Ravi here. If you're enjoying this podcast, but you want to see some more of the screen shares and in-depth graphics that we've created for it specifically, click the link in the show notes where you can get access to all of that and more in our YouTube channel. Let's talk about what this video is not going to be. This video is not going to be me bashing people that smoke weed. This video is not going to be me dropping a bunch of scientific or statistical evidence that tells you whether you should or shouldn't smoke weed. And this video is not going to be me telling you whether you should or should not smoke weed. What this video will be covering is my personal experience of the past three and a half years from going from smoking heavily every single day to smoking maybe one to two times a year and how that has either helped or hurt me generating $10 million in the same time frame. What's going on, guys? If you're new to the channel, my name is Ravi Abuvala, founder of Scaling With Systems, where we help entrepreneurs grow to multi-seven figures through product market fit, sales funnels, and paid advertising. And I used to really love weed. I actually still remember the first time that I ever smoked. I was in high school and it was actually at a house party that I was hosting and my buddy brought it into my house and this was literally my senior year. And up until my senior year of high school, I had really never ever drank. I had definitely never done any drugs. And this was, I think like one or two weeks before graduation. My buddy was like, are you really gonna graduate high school and never try this? And you know, for some reason at the time, that logic seemed to really resonate well with me. And so I tried it for the first time. And I know a lot of people that say that they smoke for the first time, they never like really feel anything, they never experience it. And for me, I definitely felt it. And the funny part of that story is at a house party that I was hosting, the cop showed up like literally 30 minutes after I had smoked weed and I started to feel it. And someone's like, they wanna to speak to the owner of the house. And so the first time I had ever smoked weed, uh, I walked downstairs and I had to talk to the police, which was quite the surreal experience. But fast forward a few years later, you know, in high school, you know, I'm in a fraternity and smoking becomes part of my everyday norm. And I've talked about this in a few other videos about my life in fraternity, my life at Florida State. I don't regret anything ever. Uh, I think every all the experiences have made who I am today. But I will say as an impact on your environment, I was around every other person that was drinking, smoking, and doing plenty of other drugs every single day. So it was very normalized for me. Just like if you're around other people that aren't talking about earning money online or aren't talking about their goals or their dreams, and they're just going out and drinking every single day, then that seems normal to you. So it seems like everybody else is doing it. And then at the same time, like for me, sometimes I'm in a world right now where everybody's doing millions of dollars a month. They're all making money online. Everyone's buying yachts and boats. And, and so that seems like the normal world as well. And then I go somewhere else and it's different. So the role that the, my environment had on me was pretty, pretty massive as far as me to continue to smoke the stuff. And I'm not saying that it was my environment's fault. I take full extreme ownership around it. And honestly, I really enjoyed it. I liked it. It quote unquote chilled me out. It calmed me down. And I know this might sound a little bit weird to some people that are watching this. Maybe you'll resonate if you don't, but I was going to college and everyday college to me was both honestly a little easy for me and it was a little boring. And so what I would do is if I smoked before I went into work, before I uh, you know, went to classes, whatever else it was, then life would be more exciting. It would be more exciting because things and sensations would be more interesting. And then for me, it would be more exciting because it would make things more difficult. And so I had to like, 
you know, it was like, could I get all straight A's in college while also being high every day in class? And the truth was, yes, I could actually. Um, and I know my mom or my dad or family might be watching this video right now, but that's the nice thing about owning your own business and supporting yourself is that you don't need other people's approval. But anyway, so that was my everyday life and it was normalized. And I was smoking quite a bit every single day. Um, I won't get into the actual numbers and what I was doing because I don't think it's very relevant, but definitely smoking every single day, definitely high every single day. And that was my journey from senior year of high school to senior year of college. Now, if you've been following me online, then you know that a few days after I graduated from college, my whole world kind of shook around. I was always planning on going to law school. Like that was always the goal. And uh, my whole world kind of shook because my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And so a few days after I graduated college, I was planning on going back to my hometown in Destin, Florida and uh, studying for law school. And then at the same time, setting up beach chairs every single day, which of course all you do is like set up beach chairs on the beach with your shirt off, you're working out and you just, you know, smoke every single day. It's like the dream lifestyle of anybody that wants to do it. And when a few days after I graduated and I had to move up with my dad to take him to chemo and radiation and then study every day for law school, I had to go cold turkey. And I immediately stopped because uh, number one, I had to take care of my dad. Number two, I had to study for the LSAT, law school admission test, which was one of the most difficult tests around, a difficult standardized test. Uh, and number three, I moved from an area where everybody was doing and I knew people I could get it from to an area where I knew nobody and I didn't know where to get it from, even if I wanted it in the first place. So I went cold turkey uh, and I, I immediately stopped. And for the next 14 and 21 days, it was kind of difficult for me to be honest with you. And it wasn't necessarily that I was going through withdrawals. It was just that the habit of, you know, hey, every time we go out to eat or every time we watch a movie, this needs to happen, you know, for me to actually quote unquote, enjoy it. And this was when I started instantly realizing some of the benefits around not doing it, right? So for me, some of the benefits were that I had more time on my hands, right? I had like a few more hours at nighttime where I was actually still cognizant and could again, could focus and function. And then I had a few more hours in the morning where I wasn't in like kind of a brain fog, which is what happens now if I ever decide to partake in the substance. I'm like the next four to six hours when I wake up, I'm, I'm almost in a brain fog always. And so I had more time on my hands. Ironically enough, I had more creativity I, I, people a lot, a lot of times claim that that gives them creativity. And once again, I'm not bashing anybody. Maybe it does for you. But for me, that's what I thought because that's what mass media and people were telling me around me. Then I learned that I actually had more creativity when I didn't do it. My brain was able to function at a higher level and I could actually recollect things that I never could if I was under you know, the uh, influence of that substance. And another thing that it did to me as well is it made me less paranoid and honestly made me a little bit happier because... I wasn't so dependent on this thing to bring me happiness, to bring me joy. Uh, I could then create it from inside of myself. And for the small time frame of when I was kind of transitioning from smoking to not smoking, I was not happy actually. I was anxious, I was lonely. I think that I got into a state of paranoia that was even greater than when I was doing it because I think my body was going through withdrawals. And so that's a really easy time for someone to fall back into doing it. Oh, this isn't as great as everybody talks about. Like, oh, you know, I feel worse now than I did while I was doing it. When in reality, what in my mind, once again, not a, a scientist, 
what was actually happening was my body was like craving to, to get back and, and smoke this stuff so that I could not feel happiness or joy, but just relieve the withdrawal symptoms that I was having. Very big difference. There's a big difference in doing something because it brings you happiness and joy and excitement. And there's a difference in, at the same time, it just alleviating the pain you have because you're going through withdrawal. So that was a really big distinction for me. But I ended up going cold turkey. I started studying for law school and then, you know, my workouts were better. I ended up enjoying meals better. I enjoyed movies better. I could remember things better and I could start thinking about the future more. And that's one of the first really big points I want to give you guys if you're considering smoking or not smoking. For me personally, weed made me complacent. That's the easiest way I could put it. Weed made me very, very complacent. Uh, you know, obviously, if you're totally satisfied and happy with everything that's going on around you all the time, then there's no reason to ever change. There's no reason to ever grow and there's no reason to ever be uncomfortable. And there's a great Indian guru, I'll butcher, I'll paraphrase the saying, but he talks about, you know, in today's day and age, if you're a hermit crab and you, you grow, you get too big for your shell, it becomes uncomfortable. So you have to break out of that shell go to another shell and in that time frame you're very susceptible to predators and attacks and eventually you find another shell you can get inside that shell and then you're safe again and what happened he says in today's day and age doctors will prescribe that same you know, uh, hermit crab like uh, Xanax and antidepressants and weed and whatever else it is. And so even though they're getting too big for their shell, they're so numb to any of the pain that they never break out of their shell. They never grow or they never change. And once again, for me personally, that's exactly what was happening. I could just do the same thing every single day and never have any issues with it because I was artificially increasing dopamine levels, et cetera, et cetera, that happens whenever you do smoke. And so what that really allowed me to do is when I stopped is I really started having to get happiness and and I had to start thinking about my future in different ways. I had to be like, okay, like all of a sudden I came out of this super and I thought I'm not where I really want to be. And I've been almost handicapping myself for the past five to six years, preventing myself from actual future growth because I didn't even know what my full potential was. So instead of trying to go out there and get my full potential, I was like very happy where I was right now and I made whatever excuses I wanted to make. And so when I broke out of that spell, I started thinking, okay, is law school even what I wanna do, right? Which was a big change in my life. Like, is this actually what I wanna do? What else is possible out there? Which is when there's other videos on my, ch on my channel you can check out when I stumbled across online entrepreneurship, online advertising, and that set me off in the direction that I'm on right now. And so if you're kind of feeling like like you've been doing the same thing for years and years and years. I'm not saying that that could be what it is if you do partake in the substance in the devil's lettuce, but I could say that that would be an area that I would definitely check out because for me personally, it made me very complacent with everything that I was doing and it made me very satisfied, I should say, with having everything that I had, which is nice, except for you never at that point feel uncomfortable enough to see what else you could have if you grew a little bit more. So that was my majority of the story of me like from then to going cold turkey and then since I went cold turkey, I'll smoke maybe two or three times a year. Uh, I don't totally give up. It's like drinking for me. I drink a few times a year as well, but at the same time, I don't need it anymore and I don't need it to be social. And another example I want to give you guys is uh, today's November 1 and on Saturday, I threw a Halloween party at my house in Miami. We had an incredible amount of like really high level entrepreneurs, a talented, awesome people that came by, like 35, 40 people come through and everybody was drinking and having a great time and I didn't have one drop of alcohol. I was drinking Pellegrino and Perrier the entire time. 
And that was another conception that I had was like, oh, well, if I'm around other people that are doing it, then I'm going to feel weird if I don't do it. And I learned already from not drinking alcohol that that was not the case, that I could very easily not be doing that stuff and still be social. And even more so, I could be even more uh, social than I was before because I wasn't, I don't want to say the word dumb, but I wasn't dumbed down by you know, by substances. So that's just another thing. If you're like, oh, I can't be social. I can't hang out with people. Very, very big limiting belief, at least in my eyes. And then let's finally, the last thing I want to recap here is, you know, my, the experience that that has had on business for me. So there's a great book that I recommend everybody read. And I actually give it to every single one of my clients at Scaling with Systems. It's called The Slide Edge by Jeff Olson. But pretty much it's the idea, same idea with a compound effect, but like small little bits every single day accumulated over time can leave you to massive results. And that's how in just a few years, literally less than three years, I've generated $10 million online. And for me personally, you know, that's been a wild journey and a wild experience. And that has unlocked so many more opportunities that brought me much more happiness than I ever experienced when I was under the influence. But one of the things that I want to mention here is that I don't think I would have gotten that compound growth or like st started really going down that positive upward trend, I guess you could say, unless I stopped. I stopped substances in general because once again, substances were making me complacent and happy where I was. And growth is the exact opposite of that. Growth is change. Change is uncomfortable. And the way that your brain works is it wanted keeps you away from doing things that are uncomfortable. And so already, if you are naturally inclined to avoid uncomfortable things, and then you also add a substance in your brain that makes you even more happy where you are right now, so even less uncomfortable, then your brain's going to want more of it, and you're going to want to stay where you are there. So I don't think I ever would have actually achieved that. And then and once again, I'm not talking about the health benefits or any of that. That's those are those are massive in my eyes as well. But what happened is I I was able to have more time, more creativity, more freedom, more choices, more intellectual thinking, more reading. I could recall more things, and over time that just compounded and compounded and compounded and compounded, and it got to the point that if I ever did decide, like let's say for New Year's Eve or let's say for my birthday to partake in the substance. I would instantly regret it the next day because uh, I could feel like if I was going like this, just like, boom, I hit a brick wall, right? And I just instantly stopped. And then I'd have to almost like cold start the engine and get it going again so that I could get back on that curve up. So that's, I have another video on, you know, why alcohol is holding you back. You can click the link in the, the description down below. It'll be also the video at the end of the screen. But I want to just let you know, I was at a podcast a few weeks ago in San Diego and I was at dinner with a bunch of really incredibly talented online creators and entrepreneurs doing six, seven, eight figures. And one of the questions I got was like, you know, do you still smoke? Cause once I'm in California, so it's like the norm over there. And they're like, do you, do you smoke? Like, do, how do you think it affects? And I honestly get that question more often than almost any other question. That and like the difference in relationships that it has on business, which I have another video you can check out on my channel as well. But those are the two questions that I get more than almost anything from higher level entrepreneurs. And I think it's because in the back of their mind, they know that it's probably holding them back, right? They know that it's probably holding them back or they wouldn't be asking the question in the first place. And so my challenge for you is to just try it out. I have never had a friend or a client who has stopped either drinking or smoking for 90 days and came up to me and be like, Ravi, that was absolutely terrible. I hated that. Why do you recommend for that? Every single time they go, that was an incredible experience. And once again, I am not bashing anybody that does it. I'm not talking about the medicinal purposes. If you think it's good for your health or whatever else it is, or doctor tells you, that is your prerogative. But what I'm telling you is that if your entire life or since you can remember when you really started getting online or getting in the business world, you have been doing that thing, well then try and see what it's like for 60 or 90 days without doing that thing and just see what it is. Maybe you're worse off without it. 
but you don't know, right? Uh, and there's a great quote, and I've said it a million times, but action leads to insight more often than insight leads to action. Meaning, if you just always wonder, would I be more successful? Would I make more money if I didn't smoke? Would I, would I have more employees? Would I have more success in the online world? Whatever else it is, if I didn't smoke, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Just don't smoke, and then you'll figure out if that is the case, right? But that in and of itself is a challenging and difficult and uncomfortable thing to do, so most people don't do it. So hopefully you guys got value out of this video. You know, I could go on for 45 more minutes about the benefits and the pros that it's happened to me, but I definitely don't regret it at all. Uh, not, I've also saved a lot of money, I would say, as well, but I still see people doing it every single day around me, and I still see eight-figure and nine-figure entrepreneurs that are doing it, and then that also justifies other people. Well, this famous and successful person is doing it, so that means that I can do it as well. They're obviously successful, and you know, as the saying goes, your mileage, your mileage may vary. So maybe it works for other people, but it, it definitely didn't work for me. And so I'm not saying I'll never do it again, and I'm not saying I don't ever do it, but I'm saying that it's maybe a one to three times a year thing for me. And uh, even though when I do it sometimes, it does give me stress or anxiety because in my mind, I'm like, I should be doing something else that's productive and not necessarily this. So hopefully you guys got value out of this video. If you did and you know somebody else that's maybe struggling with this or thinking about this, please send them this video. I think that would be really beneficial or valuable to them, at least so they can see from somebody else. I wish that I watched a video like this when I was thinking about potentially quitting. And then also, like I said before, you should see two videos on your screen right now. One of them is about my relationship relationship and how relationships affect business. And the other one is alcohol and how I think alcohol can affect business as well. And if you want to learn a little bit more about scaling with systems and some of the free trainings we have, you can click the link in the description down below. Talk to you guys soon.